Hey guys, it's JG. I just want to take a minute to thank you for downloading this podcast. And remember to come back every week for a new episode of Obscurities of the Silver Screen on Podbean, iTunes, and Google Play. Gather round the cauldron fire, children. This week on Obscurities of the Silver Screen, our dashingly handsome heroes go into another movie they knew nothing about and left knowing less. I literally know nothing at this point. Who are these brave souls? The Knights of the Obscure. Huzzah! I'm JG, that's Remy, let's get obscure. Yeah! Welcome back to, uh, what is this, episode five now of Obscurities of the Silver Screen? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, I am JG, and this is Remy, joining us full time now. Hey! Yeah! Uh, <laughs> Remy, what movie did we watch this week? So we watched um, Radical Footsie Trolls. <laughs> we watched a movie called Six Sock Monsters from Outer Space, and uh, it's, wow, this movie was just something else. So, uh... <laughs> For the first, like, I would I would say it was probably the first five minutes of watching it, we almost stopped because, <laughs> because we, were we like, couldn't follow I don't anything. know what the hell is going on. And the thing is, like, it's one of those movies that it just, it throws, it's not very clear, yet it throws so much information at you at once that you're just like, wait, what what's going on right now? So, so like. And so, uh, it's uh, just to set the set the tone, it's like, it, it was made in Italy, so it's an Italian film made, like, just a few years, 2015 is when it came out, and, uh. It oh my god this movie was just incredible and so they are it's basically all the characters are like these sock puppet characters you know like they're all made of socks and I made the joke to Remy that uh, you know this guy like totally stole all his roommate's socks and he's just making this in his bedroom and his roommate's like where the fuck are all my socks opens his roommate's door and it's like his roommate's like oh what D- you're not supposed to see this go away go away <laughs> I'm not doing anything and that is kind of how it feels there is one live action character and it is a holographic human face yeah that is the president um yeah the leader pre- yeah yeah yeah. Uh, yeah uh and King Gregorio or whatever yeah King Gregorio the 22nd I believe yes. his name is Yes, uh, but first of all, before we get into the movie, we put the disc into the DVD player, and we get like this greetings from the president of uh, Troma, which is like Troma is the is the company that like it distributed the movie on DVD on Blu-ray and DVD, and uh, you got like this kick-ass song where it's like, yeah, six sock monsters from outer space, six sock monsters from, from outer space, space. yeah, Ow. and it was just like you know just random people at a convention it, it was at a comic like convention, some kind of, yeah, some kind of con. And it was like a bunch of people playing along. Yeah. And I honestly, after watching this film, I doubt that anybody who was dancing along had seen the film. Probably not. No. I I I I, uh, I believe you. I think that's probably accurate. Yeah. They didn't see the movie. No. I feel like whoever had made this movie and was at this con was like, here, put on these sock puppet hands and just, and just do shit dance. you know <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. because nobody was singing along it was nah. just music nah. behind them so, dancing yeah and then uh the president of trauma said uh uh said we found this movie in uranus because he he was a very comical guy for an intro to he a like film. he he definitely wanted to be a mel brooks and he's just he's not i was getting a mel brooks vibe as well yeah yeah, yeah. definitely um he put a like you know one of those um jars that you have at parties that's like a big glass uh i want to call it a decanter but it's got that little lemonade drop at the bottom right that yeah, you, like, yeah twist up and then it pours the lemonade out he had one of those and he was wearing it as a space helmet as a joke and then the movie just starts yeah, 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 yeah. So the movie starts, and we get like all this, all this writing of like you know. So if if I may, it's like a Star Wars spa- like uh, the little crawl at the beginning, except it's just white 
like, like black background, white text, and, and it's like just, just too much aerial text, you know? Yeah, it's too much information. It's giving you like the most detailed background to things that you never see in the film right. to establish something that you already don't understand. Yeah, basically, if we can sum up uh, what this movie is about, so like. 10 years ago, whatever just whatever year this movie set in, all right, 10 years before that. It is the future, like, or at least some kind of sci-fi. Yeah, it's in another galaxy uh, far, right, far away. Right, 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 and, um, and they're Which they try to write that in, sun. like, the, the most un-Star Wars way ever, like, trying to be like, well, we're not Star Wars, but it's, like, they a galaxy that is three, 30 million parsecs away, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, there, yeah. But, uh, so, you have this this kind of, like, godlike being who is trying to, uh, I don't know, tan himself? If I may. Yes. John. Okay, yes. So Remy they, understood this movie better than I did, because there was many and, times where I was like, what the fuck is I going on? I have no idea why, why I understood uh, <laughs> any of this. But um, Homeboy's name is Elficio. Yes. And he is... Sorry. I, this, this thing is so wild. So let's bring it back for a second. So it's this planet or society that is obsessed with self-health yeah and, like, it's like fitness. they're they're dedicated to the cult of fitness and beauty yeah yeah so, so they're all in tip-top shape um viruses have been eradicated everyone yeah. is completely healthy and, and, and according buff and sexy and, and according like, to uh, wikipedia elficio is the personal trainer of like the world great okay yeah because that was never explained in the film yeah no no, no. thank you wikipedia thank you okay so it opens on a news announcer uh, documenting Elficio's physique. So it yeah, shows he was gonna this... like he was yeah, and like he was using a tanning lamp. Yeah, you know? yeah. So 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 it's the sock puppet because it is six six sock uh, six sock Jesus six, six sock, sock monsters. monsters from outer space. I just can never remember. The title. <laughs> um, so so it's the sock puppet announcer. Which in Italian though, it's also called Dolcezza Extrema, which is the name of the ship. We'll get into that. Yeah, but uh. Okay, so it is this sock puppet announcer giving some kind of news broadcast being like, hey, look, it's Elficio. It's our favorite uh, personal trainer. And then in comes this ridiculous like PlayStation 2 graphics CGI buff man with like, uh, you know, in SpongeBob when Squidward gets his face bashed and he becomes handsome. Yeah. He's got some Squidward. Yeah. Yeah. He's got handsome Squidward face and he's like flexing and his arm accidentally hits a tanning lamp. Because in that ridiculously long Star Wars space crawl that they have at the beginning, yeah. they stated that there is no sun close enough to them to give them a tan. Right, 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 right. Because there, yeah, there's no sun within the. Uh, so everybody's uh, really cold. Some people get yeah. radiation heat, and that's how they live. Other people just work out and they live. Yeah. So Elficio is like the golden god of fitness. So it's this news broadcast, and he's flexing, and his arm hits a sun lamp, and he gets electrocuted and yep. dies. And everybody goes like, no, oh no. So he's deemed as like a martyr. Yeah, so like 10 years later, like on the anniversary of his death, they like announced that he's the martyr of the planet. And because of that, they want to, uh, the, the leader, which is King Gregorio, and his tumor thing he has like this he, there's this weird puppet that's like a sock puppet that's on top of his head that's like a tumor um well it looks like a tumor but he's so if if i can give a good analogy king gregorio is like george bush and then this tumor puppet is like dick cheney he's like actually running the show gregorio's just the face you know uh literally is just a face he looks like uh uh from power rangers Oh, Zordon. Yeah, Zordon. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like that. He looks like that. Yeah. And for the record, we're stammering over this because this movie made close to no Zero sense. Zero sense. In fact, if you even look on the Wikipedia page, most people complain that there is no plot. But yeah. believe you me, viewers, we found a plot. We found the plot. And we can make plot. sense out of this. So uh, so now we, we, we go to like there's this, uh, we go to the, sh- the, the spaceship. Dolcezza Extrema. Yeah. Right. And, and this is this is after the news broadcast of yeah. seeing Elficio die, and then King Gregorio makes an announcement. Anointing him a martyr, yeah. He, he, he makes an announcement saying that Elficio is a martyr and that he is going to establish tanning showers. Yes, on, which, on every single planet in the and, solar system. And tanning showers are literally just bronzer booths. Yeah, like, they just, just they, they make you look in tan. and you look tan. Yeah, Donald Trump does one every morning. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we just go to the, the, the spaceship Dolcezza Extrema, which is uh, 
piloted by our hero, Pixwoos. Uh, how do we spell his name again? Yeah, Pixwoos is spelled P-I-X-W-S. Pixwoos. Pixwoos. He is a former rock and roll star. Yeah, he's washed up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, he washed up a bit. He had a band called the Crockets. Yeah, and uh, yes, and he was like the guitar player for it. Yeah, and uh, all his like all his crew members on his ship were were also in the band. Right. So we're introduced to the drummer, who is also a doctor, um, and he's complaining that there is no sickness left to cure. Like there, all the sicknesses, all the viruses, they have been destroyed. Because um, they're so, living in a perfect fitness. Yeah, society they're living now. in a perfect world, basically, yeah. where everybody just takes care of themselves and everybody is like eating kale and and drinking almond milk and nothing else, you right, know. Right. And uh, so he's like complaining about that. It's like, oh, I'm I'm useless now because no one needs me, you know. And so we thought this was never really fully answered, but we thought, okay, he's gonna try to like create an, a, a virus to like so he can cure, right? Because it does, right after he's complaining about, like, there's no sickness or whatever, and then Pixwiss, actually, the captain of the ship, yeah. the washed-up rock star, says to the doctor, he's like, why am I still having you around if we haven't had a patient in three years? Yeah, well, no, because he asked him, like, how many patients have we had in the last three years? And <laughs> yeah. then the doctor goes, the doctor goes, hmm, <laughs> let me think about that. Uh... None. None. <laughs> like you had to think that it's like, hmm, have I, you just go like, have I seen a patient in the last three years? No, I haven't. Okay. So none. How about in the last 10 years? I've never seen a patient in my life. Right. Yeah. Uh, so we get this. So this is the plot. This is where the, this spaceship comes into play in, the, in terms of the whole movie. Because for the record, it did just like drop us from Elficio's death and then he becomes a martyr and then the president is establishing all this shit with yeah. the tanning salons and then it just goes to some random ass ship yeah and we don't know what's happening yeah but so we see that uh this ship is being tasked with uh delivering the tanning beds to or the tanning showers to the all the planets in this uh, galaxy right that is their mission right and uh yeah so and that's when we find out that you know pickswix is is uh you know he doesn't really like his job. He he's he's forced to do this. Really, like this is, I they never well, explained point, like what we, he did. We understand wrong. that he's disgruntled about yeah. his job. He hates his job as being a regal porter. You know, Wikipedia describes him as being a pirate for some yeah, reason, I don't. and I do not see that because he does. I not... like I I describe him as like he is doing what Han Solo did in Force Awakens, where he's like a fra- he's a freighter. Yeah, now. he just like scoots things around from planet to planet, yeah, and then know, whatever I, people tell him to I do, guess that's the... what he does. Yeah. I guess the president gives him um, kerfufflewits or whatever the currency is. Yeah, they change the name of the currency like every time someone brings up currency, they say something else. Like uh, uh, kerfufflewits and uh, helonomes and uh, gyros and whatever. It's like, what the hell is going on here? They did say custard at one point. Yeah, they did say custard yeah. at one oh, it was, point. It was custard, but the instead of a D, it was a Z, so I imagine it's like custard. So. Yeah. Uh, so then we're introduced to, we just see two puppets just having sex for no reason at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. So after he gets mad at the doctor, then there's just puppet sex. Yeah. And then, uh, one of those puppets, it, we don't, we, the, the female puppet who just has like these two, just has like two, uh, it's like the, whoever designed these puppets just took a, uh, colored pencil to the female puppet and just put two like. Nipples. Two little nips. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Two little nips. Like like she's her. a white sock puppet and she's got like a kind of BDSM outfit with yeah. like stuffed titties and then just like two like boop, boop. and um she's having sex with this dude and she's yeah, like and I'm trying to find out what his and name she's was. weirdly mad about it. Oh no, no it's Crockett. Crockett is the Yeah, Crockett, that's Crockett's his name. the guy that she's having sex with. We yeah. do not know her name though. I no, don't we they never said either we missed it the very only time that they said it. Or they never or they never said it. All you have to name. know is that she's like we can we can just call her Dominatrix, because she yeah. is definitely a Dominatrix. Absolutely. You know, and, and and she's like, Yeah, you're not you're not giving me good enough fucking sex. Come on, man. Yeah. And he's like, Oh, I'm trying so hard, man. For the record viewers again we're watching sock puppets yeah like it's not well done sock puppets no. either they're like flopping around and their mouths don't move so it's just like hands moving socks yeah i mean i remember watching at the time when we were watching that scene it's like well that was no point to it i mean it actually does have a point i guess to set up that she's a sexual uh you person. know person yeah and that she just like enslaves any guy she wants on this uh ship and then we cut back to the doctor 
who is like experimenting on this other puppet. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's and that's and that's so fucking weird because because uh he goes into um like we thought that he was mad that there's no viruses. So we thought that he was going to like infect him with something so now he has a reason to be aboard the ship. But instead, he's having a conversation with this other puppet that we thought he was experimenting on. But instead yeah. he's just torturing this guy because this guy cannot die for some reason. Yeah, and as we find out throughout the film, they never explain why they have this this guy, but like he's just a fugitive. He's I think not- yeah, I think they just have him to take their anger out because he cannot die. And they're bored. Which is fucked up. Yeah. You know, I, I you can't die, but I'm sure you can feel pain. He does scream. <laughs> yeah, so he definitely feels pain. Yeah. Which that is a that is a a life of punishment I would not wish on my worst enemies. Like you cannot die, but people are going to cut you up and hack you up and you know, zap you and and beat you up and just give you the worst he- punishment. And uh, you can't die from it. During this first interaction with this undying puppet, the doctor stabs him, takes his blood for some reason, and then like drips it into a vat and then says, we need more, um, what was it? Uh, cyanide. Yeah, yeah, what, yeah. Was it cyanide? I guess. I, I, I think no it was idea. It was one of those like, you know, like, oh, it's going to kill you poisons. And uh, he like drips it into a vat with the dude's blood for some reason. Yeah. And then pumps it back into the undying dude. And he's just like, ah. And then cut to cut to uh, Pixwus. Pixwus. Uh, he's having. He just like he ODs or something like that. And then oh he just no has, no no. He's okay. He's Wait, no, no no. This is one of my favorite scenes. So it just cuts to Pixwus, our rock star captain pirate of this weird ass ship, and he's just sitting next to a giant bottle of beer because this is a sock puppet, and they just put he a likes bottle beer. Of beer. Yeah. Well, I like beer. I've always liked beer. I like beer. You're basically a sock puppet, John. Brett Kavanaugh is a sock puppet then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. So so Pixwus is like drowning his sorrows and he's like got this giant goblet of beer and he like chugs it and then he falls to the ground and then he has this hallucination or like flashback of yeah. when he was in his band, the Crockets, yeah. which is literally all of his crew, which is like all of the sock puppets that they allowed for this budget. Yep. Uh, apparently. And They're rocking so hardcore. It is. It is like a it's, screamo heavy metal uh, nonsense. Like they didn't even guar it. Eat your they didn't heart sub out. it. Yeah. You know? Nice. <laughs> That's exactly what it sounded like. Yeah. It's just like. <laughs> yeah. And then, it's it's insane. And then he wakes up from his like drunken yes. dream, and he goes, "That's enough good memories." <laughs> what a great way to just end a scene. There. It's like these scenes, like they don't. They don't court. They don't like go together. It's just okay. We gotta. It's like the guy who made this movie is like, okay, I gotta set this up. Now I gotta set this up, and now I gotta set this up. It doesn't have to like go together. Just we just have to set everything up, you know, and set up our characters here again. Like our um, <laughs> our Batman and Robin movie review, yeah. where it's like it seems like we're just doing pinpoints. Nah, it's just this killer is how clowns this movie was the is. same way too. Ah, killer clowns from outer space was the same way too. Just bounces around. Yeah, it just does random scenes. It, it, wow, I yeah. mean. You know, uh, connect the dots, man. Yeah, I'll, I'll stay. I'll, I'll steal something that Tyler said on his final episode. It's like you know what podcast you're listening to. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. these are the movies we talk about. Um, but then after that sequence, uh, they they like they land on this really dangerous looking planet, and picks. Oh, because they're going to pick up the yes, tanning they're going boots. to pick up the tanning booth. Yeah, yeah. that so was then, ordered by the president for them to do. Yeah, so then, I don't know why this is the crew that he chose because they aren't that loyal and I they don't no really idea. give a shit. Yeah, they really hate their lives and so hate the their pre- jobs. I, I feel like the president just like closed his eyes, pointed his finger, poked a phone booth, and like opened his eyes and was like, oh, that one. we'll pick these guys. We'll pick uh, P- Pixelwiss. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Pixelwiss and then this fish type puppet whose name is Tono. Who's the best? Who is the he's best? He's our golden boy. Yeah. It's, they- like, it's like if you ever watch The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, he's Tuco. Yeah. 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 Right? Definitely is yeah. like that. Tuco's not really a golden boy, but uh, well, I mean, neither is Tuno. T- yeah, Tono, Tono. Yeah. Tono. Tuco, Tono, same thing. You know, yeah. uh, they're they're both both those movies were made by Italian directors. And spaghetti western, spaghetti sock, same thing. Yeah, spaghetti sci-fi. You know, same sock-fi. sock fi. <laughs> and uh, so they get they they go onto this planet, and Tono looks like a fish. Just to uh, clarify, so everybody can get that mental image in their head. And so they're going through this planet, and Tono's, like, scared or whatever, and uh, he gets sucked away by, like, this sex plankton monster. Because 
Tono wait, loves plankton. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. I'm sorry. We did breeze over a tiny little moment right before they land on the planet. It shows Tono looking out the space window of their spaceship, and he sees space sperm, and then explains to the camera that that's actually space plankton. Yeah. And then he says, if only I could have one taste. Ooh, a taste. So he wants a taste. I don't know if he wants a taste of plankton or a taste of space air or whatever, but he just opens up the hatch door, and they spend probably two minutes choking on no air yeah until they close the door and well, land they're sock so, puppets they don't they don't they don't react to uh, va- uh but they do breathe vacuum. they're constantly like huffing and puffing and having sex yeah but you so, don't know what kind of air they're breathing though you wily bastard yeah maybe yeah. maybe they have like their rib reserve is so great that all the air they keep in just like stays there forever and ever and ever <laughs> i mean Sure. <laughs> we'll go. We'll so they land. Moving along. They yeah. land. And then Tono, and then Tono's yeah. excited about like fucking space sperm. Sorry, yeah. plankton. And he gets sucked away by like this sex plankton plankton monster. And who's like, don't you want to taste, honey? It's like, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> and she gets into something that I think might be kind of plotty, but it is never talked never about again. Never brought up again. So so it's, it is this like weird claymation, like sexy plankton, if you can imagine that, I'm sure. I think it was meant to be like a, uh, you know, like a little bit of comedy here. <laughs> just, I don't, oh. I don't think it plays off like that. I don't all. know if it was comedy. No, it was I fucking sexy. This um. guy, this, <laughs> this, this filmmaker, honestly, he, he just loves sock sex. You know, so it's this like large breasted claymation Medusa, essentially with like octopus lower torso. And she's seducing Tono saying, uh, don't you want some germs? Would you like some fermented disease and a side of plankton? And then Tono's like, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, that's uh, yes. And also because everything was in Italian and our subtitles just said yes. With, it was <laughs> with like Y-E-Z. Yes. So he's like, <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. And so, so then apparently they bone or something because then it cuts back to. Yeah, we cut back to the ship. Yeah. And the sex puppets break up. Yeah. Because Crockett wasn't good enough. Like his his penis wasn't good enough for, and I'm not I'm not just saying that just so I can say penis. Straight up, she says, Dominatrix says your penis isn't good enough for me. What was the exact quote? Because she said like his useless small loose cock or yes, something. Yes, that's exactly what he said. That, or she y- said, y- yeah, that her, is what useless she said. small loose cock. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, that and that's the end of that. And then we go back to uh, the planet and for the record. I'm like struggling to figure out this movie still. Like I thought I had a grasp on it, but <laughs> I, I honestly don't I honestly don't think I do. So we cut back so, to the planet um, and Powsey. Yeah, Pixwus. Pixwus. Who meets his friend Bubula. Bubula. Oh dude, Bubula's so dope. So yeah. he rolls up to it's it's literally my size. They share a very long hug. Yeah. It's uncomfortably long. So these weird doors pop up out of the sand as if to block Pixwus out of the town. And then immediately the doors come back down into the sand and Bubula, his buddy, is like behind them and he's like, hey, your last show was a horrible show. You gave a horrifying performance (laughs) and and, uh, it, it sucked. What you a old shitty bastard. Thing to say to and a then they give it like a giant hug. And they give a hug for so long. Like it is it is so long. Yeah, it's uncomfortably long. Like they do like, like a ah, ha, ha, ha. Ah, ah. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, we can stop hugging now. This is weird. For um, the record, at this at this moment in the film, I like looked over at John and I was like, oh, they're buddies. Oh, they're really good buddies. <laughs> they're they're what oh, we oh, they're oh shit they're they're really good buddies. Yeah, if they lived together, they'd be called roommates with air quotes. Right, right. <laughs> so um, then they enter the um, cantina. Yeah, and, and they have like their own space cantina scene. You know. Yeah, just jazz. Just jazz is my favorite kind of music. Woo! And so they have basically their own version of that, but it's a little more hardcore rocking, you know. 
There and, are three tiny squid women that are singing. Yeah, that I thought was fun. Yeah, and they're like singing about like their new president, who happens to be Bubula. Yeah, he's the new president. Yeah, he's gonna like you know do. Th- he's gonna make the world a better place for his world. He's gonna make space great again. Massa. So yeah, so he wants to make the world a better place. And uh, then we go back to <laughs> we go back into the ship, like to get all the uh, tanning beds or tanning. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So so um, Pixwus makes what, what's his name again pixwus pixwus nice i did yeah. nail it yeah so yeah pixwus makes a deal with um bubala to get all of those tanning beds that he's required to go get yeah so he gets all of them and moves them all onto his ship yes and so the deal is done he says goodbye to his dear friend and they take off yeah and then where we go back to crockett who's like eating this chicken moose that's what he says that he made it cuts to a barrel and remember all of this is done with sock puppets so like every single shot of this is either miniature or just practical effects yeah with like almost no budget and uh it looked like they were mixing up like you know um, alfredo sauce with Whoa. like some crumbs in it hold on what? i just got Okay. What? So remember when we said earlier that uh, chicken moose sounds no, the, disgusting? Yeah, no. The 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 doctor like took some blood from the undying sock puppet, right? Because then in another scene, which we forgot to talk about, but the doctor's like looking at like this kind of white stuff that which looks like the same stuff that Crockett eats from. What if that's this undying person's blood? Oh shit! And it's like killing. It can kill people. Fuck. We might have to do like a comeback to this. Yeah. All right, all right. This is part one. This is part one of Six Sock Monsters. Um, get I think ready we'll be able to fade all into the episode. Shitty nonsense. You know. But uh, another time. Anyway, so that was. So I think that's what's going on. Um, I think that's what. It's not chicken moose because even though it sounds disgusting and that should kill you anyway. <laughs> right. But uh, I think that's what it was. Uh, I could be wrong. Listeners, if any of you have seen this movie and you have better insight, please like, you know, let us know. Yeah, yeah, um, because we are literally pulling at We're nothing. figuring this out yeah. right now as we go this along. This is the very first time we've seen this, and I felt like I was just shouting at the screen being like, I get it! And then <laughs> that's that's as far as we got. But anyway, so, like, we'll just move along for moving along sakes. Uh, right. Crockett dies. Yeah. And, he eats uh, too much chicken moose. Yeah. Thumbs at the mouth. Um, Dies dead yeah and then uh so then our dominatrix is like i need a new sex slave and she goes to the doctor and is like i want you to be my new sex slave and he's like uh okay doesn't she even like inject him with some shit i felt uh, i felt like she did maybe. she was she was like threatening him he was throwing around like little syringes and uh yeah uh, little scalpels and she was being really sexually aggressive yeah but anyway i mean like, maybe he just submitted who wouldn't to those, uh, you know, tiny those, little sharpie those dots, tatas, on, you know? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, so then we see this new ship kind of floating around, and the new ship is it's the Empire. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So then we see this new ship, and we see like this. We we see all this kind of trash. We see a couch, and we see like this wooden horse, and this new ship <laughs> like tractor beams all of them into his ship yeah yeah, because there's just like debris flowing through space yeah, and it's and like a little rocking horse and yeah. there's like some barrels of some crap and it's like sucking everything in we find out and i straight up think that this is a dope sci-fi thing that there's a dude who just collects shit that's floating around in space and then and auctions, it, auctions off. it off yeah so then there's all these screens inside of a ship and he's like Hey, but to up to Anakin, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> but he's not literally Watto, but he's pretty much Watto. <laughs> and um, all these screens pop up in front of him, and it's all these other different ships being like, "Holy shit, I I want that dope ass rocking horse that you have." And then um, all of a sudden, Pixwis shows up, and he's like, "Give me all of those anti-stress pills because that's something that his ship needs, apparently." Yeah, and then he eyeballs. 27 kilograms of uh, what was it kilograms and it was 12 kilos I think. 12 oh shit sorry i'm just like shouting random shit 12 kilos of sock cocaine oh yeah and he buys all of it so then um the trader's ship has like these dock ock tentacles that shoot into uh pixwas's ship yeah, and pixwas wins the uh wins the uh bidding war by the way oh yeah yeah, yeah. so he so he gets all that fun stuff and then um, we realize that these uh, Doc Ock arms that shoot into Pixwus's ships are, are uh, 
little bridges so that they can yeah. run back and forth. And I think that that's a super dope sci-fi thing. Yeah. And so then Pigsquist like gets the uh, gets the cocaine, does some cocaine. Oh, he does more than some cocaine. He does a shit he ton of fills co- cocaine. a barrel of cocaine. And for the record, Pixwiss is, uh, he has like sort of this elephant trunk aesthetic to him. It's his nose to snort coke. And he does. He snorts all of it. He just like inhales that shit. He freaks out. Like he goes into um, like acid trip, cocaine trip. Yeah, it's space cocaine, so it might have different I imagine it's just different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, So he goes on a wild fucking journey where he sees his master like his musician ma- mentor i, I or imagine it's a musician mentor yeah, or just somebody like, you used to be great you used to be a rock god yeah you know and and the mentor is like I, I raised you as a son what are you now you're just some freighter pilot he's obi-wan like, kenobi basically yeah and he's he's given he's given pics with shit about like you didn't follow your dream you're yeah. just like doing crates and what if like in this universe being a musician is like being a jedi where nobody loves you and you don't make money yeah same thing <laughs> Yeah, it's the same thing. He he tells the you know he tells Pixwiss that uh, you have to go against what you're doing. You know you have to destroy the bronze baths. You have to destroy them on the planet Nemesis. Yeah, he's very specific about where to deliver this shit. Like homeboy uh, uh, apparition of his master yeah. has the plan, and he's just like take it to this place called Nemesis. It's this god awful shit planet that President what's his name. Uh, well, uh, King Gregorio. Uh, King, King Gregorio doesn't want to look at because it's so ugly because yeah. King Gregorio is obsessed with fitness and looking good and all mm-hmm. this shit. So he doesn't even want to look at this planet. So go drop off all this shit at that planet. And For just no reason it. other than to say, fuck you. To yeah, King yeah. He's they never literally... give a reason to be like, you know, well, why is like, why is he forced to do this stuff like that he clearly doesn't want to do? And I think he did something like he he's... I. We don't know, but I think he's paying. This is like his debt for a crime that he committed, or something like that. I don't. I don't. I don't. Maybe think it's because he's that, ugly. I don't think that it's a crime. Oh, maybe it's ugly. Fuck. Okay. Maybe he's um, ugly. Pin that. That's definitely a cool idea. But also, yeah. I think that it's literally that just his music kind of sucked, and he didn't make it. <laughs> so now he's working at Costco. How dare your music sucks? Right. 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 So now his like um, phantasm in his mind is being like, yeah, just destroy all of this cargo and tell the king, fuck you. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Pixwiss changes the destination to Nemesis. And there's also all of these ships that we talked about that showed up randomly that were like the Empire ships that I got excited about. They're all piloted by these weird cloaked figures. And every time they get upset, they kill themselves. For no, yeah. And these guys are live action. I think it's like from the shame. It is is shame. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But these guys are live action. They're silhouetted. They have like, you know, it's like if if any of you have seen like the 1978 cartoon version of the Lord of the Rings. That's exactly what I was thinking about. Where they like draw over the um, live action. Yes. Yes. So it is that same. Fuck, dude. What? I'll get out of my dome. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Sorry. It was just. um, yeah, so if you've ever seen that live-action Lord of the Rings where they color No, no over the cartoon it, Lord of the Rings. Well, it's live-action, and they cartoon <laughs> they over it. They just cartoon over that. They do cartoon over it. That's the weird effect <laughs> they do. That they I do. know. Yeah. It looks so weird. It's like people, and then they draw over the people. So, yeah, that's the effect. That's the effect, basically. And so, yeah. Um, so there's these weird cloaked figures that pilot the Empire ships, and every time they get upset and stressed out, they kill themselves. One dude knifed himself. One dude gunned himself. Actually, another dude knifed himself later. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so yeah, he's like, oh shit, they're not doing what I told him to do, I'm gonna kill myself. And then we got back to the ship, and then for no reason, they're all like just tripping out in cocaine, dancing to some music. Oh no, Pixwiss no, no, no. That's, that's because uh, the, the reason at Pixwiss's ship, once they're all tripping out, is because they opened up the doors again. And all the coke flew everywhere. Right, because Tono opened up the doors, and there's yeah. like the there's like a fan or whatever, and he accidentally yeah. dropped the cocaine, and just like it blew, blew all, over all over the, the ship. ships. Everybody so now just everybody is cocaine. having space cocaine tripouts, yeah. and it's just like this awesome like four minute dance break in the middle of the movie, which has no point. All no. of the other weird music videos, of which I love because they happen like every ten minutes. Yeah, um, a plus, <laughs> which is <laughs> actually something that I just wrote down in the notes. Yes. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So then they're just tripping out, but this one has no point. They all just kind of trip out and yeah. pass out. Except then it does, it, but it, it proves to be important because then our doctor gets a Coke boner. 
Oh, he does get a yeah, coke boner. Yeah, and it's like so massive and so big, and it just won't go away. And that it's it starts, pulling him around. Yeah, it's like a magic coke boner, and it just pulls him around towards our dominatrix sex demon. Yeah, and she like puts on this really weird. Uh, she she's wearing a gimp mask. Yeah, she's wearing a gimp it's mask. Got and like she the puts zipper on, mouth and everything. Yeah, and then she puts on a strap on. She's like, "Come here, boy." And the strap on is like three. For the record, it's uh, sock puppets, so use your imagination. But it's like three pipe cleaners attached to like something that spins. So it's just these three pipe cleaners spinning, going towards this doctor's yep. butt. <laughs> yep. And he's just and- like, "Oh no!" And then she, well. Fucks him in the ass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then we get, go, we see uh, King Gregorio and that tumor puppet again, whose name we never got. Uh, and the tumor puppet's like, you know, no, we got to do something. I know what to do. We can, we can control one of them to change the d- coordinations back to. Uh, bring it back to the home planet or yeah, whatever, wherever, wherever the go. destination that they were supposed to drop off. The yeah, or that they can like, or that they can destroy the control so they'll just float in space indefinitely too. And for the um, record, again, just to clarify, we also don't quite know the specificities of if the tumor is on King Gregorio because King Gregorio is we only know shown kind through, of he's he's only shown through holograms, and then the tumor dude complains at the very beginning that. Your hair is too long, and King Gregorio responds. Ooh, wait, I have an idea, though, of, of how that is, but I'm going to bring it up later on. Sure, that's great. Yeah, I'll bring it up later on. All right. Uh, because they explain more about Gregorio at the end of the movie. Um, so we're, we're let's move on. And so, yeah, Tumor Puppet wants to, like, control someone in within the ship. So to make they, the ship guide towards where it's supposed to go. Yeah, so they send out, like, this little robot that looks like uh, Shredder from... Uh, from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It's, it's like, like just helmet. the top yeah. of his hat. Just like the helmet, you know. And then uh, it injects Tono with the... Our little fish buddy. Yeah, our little fish buddy with the with the serum. And but the, then it, It's it, like mind control serum. Yeah, mind control serum. But it doesn't really work on him too well because it just kind of reverts him to... Instead of just going like, I'm a mindless drone who does what he's told, he just reverts to an infant state. And the tumor <laughs> even says like, oh no, it only reverted him to infantile. Yeah, let's hope it works. You yeah. Know. So then, and so then, uh, the controls do get the controls of of the ship do get screwed up, and like, right. Yeah, uh, and Tono fucks it up. Like, yeah, Tono does fuck it up, yeah. and Pixwuss is trying to figure out like what to do, what to do, what to do. But then Tono comes in with like a disguise. You know, to like change the coordinates. For the record, you guys are following this as well as we have. So, yes. so if you guys if are confused, confused we're, we're just confused. confused. Yeah. Yes. Well, it, it, this scene was really confusing to us until Remy brought this up, and it makes the most sense to me. And I think that's what it is. is also, that, like, I've been going out on a limb for every explanation that I've ever had on this. So I'm just taking shots in the dark, but it seems to make the most sense. Yeah. So Tone disguises himself, and then Pixwus goes off about going like, "Oh no, the Red Baron is here." But I, th- but we, what we think is that Pix was saw saw Tono in disguise and was like, "Oh, he's acting a little strange. Let's just play. I'm gonna play along with this." Yeah. The Red Baron. Oh no. Right. I can't. He's gonna change the coordinates. I'm gonna push you off into this escape pod. But instead, he like kind of makes it as if he pushed him off a ledge and he yeah, dies. And but he, he dies. just shoves him into an escape, an escape pod. pod. You know, because they can't. Their controls like they can't move the ship now. The ship is kind of just floating in space and it's heading towards an asteroid field. Yeah. So then Tono goes into this escape pod, and then. It goes like in the escape pod goes like ready player one, which then I think plays into Tono's like now infant state. And Tono's like, ooh, it's like a video game. Okay, I'm gonna play now. And like he cloaks the ship in into, like like a tractor beam force yeah. field thing. So so Tono's escape pod is in front of Pixwiss's ship, and he sends a beam behind him into Pixwiss's ship, and it covers it in a giant force field, and he's now using it as a wrecking ball. To, like, destroy all the asteroids in the asteroid Tono's field. Because tiny little escape pod can sift through all the asteroids, while the giant ship behind him, covered in a force field, just wrecks everything. And then, yeah, and so then and once they get And he's pulling through... him towards Nemesis, the yeah. ship, the, uh, sorry, the planet, the planet Nemesis, that they're going to yeah. drop everything off at and destroy. Yeah, and then so, uh, once they're through the asteroid field, Tono's escape pod, you know, turns off its tractor beam, and then just, sadly floats away into space and we see him like blink into a star rather than explode it's as if he just you know rode off into the sunset tono gave his life yeah and he won the high score as player one yeah so sad tono lives on in our hearts though that guy he got it on with some weird plankton girl too yeah like, tono had a lot of action during yeah. this movie yeah he got to have sex 
with some plankton things. He did some space coke. He did some space coke. He played video games. He had that a good was real life. life. He had a good life. Yeah. And uh, and I imagine he's still out there. Yeah, floating yeah. around in space. Yeah. And so then we, we move along, and we're we're actually we're almost to the end of the movie, if you can imagine. Uh, <laughs> because so far nothing has made sense. No. And so then the tumor's like, what? The tumor puppet's like, well, screw this. I'm gonna try to damage that shit before we can even get to Nemesis. So he starts like he gets this microphone. And he he just starts screamoing towards the ship to like damage it. I don't know how that works. Like if that. I may, so wait, they because... can hear him in the ship though. Oh yeah, totally. Ah, I think yeah. I know where you're gonna go with this. Yeah, yeah. So uh, because there have been random music videos throughout this movie, like every ten minutes, it like cuts to some weird music video that tries to explain plot, but it's right, not really yeah. talking about anything. Also, our subtitles on this film were poorly, uh, like obviously poorly. Um, yeah, they had a bad translator or whatever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, there were some hilarious. It's like ones. they probably went to straight to Google Translate or something like that. Yeah. Where instead, of like when you're translating a movie, you know, not everything's going to translate word for word perfect. Right. You, you got to like, translate what it means. Yeah. Rather than what they're saying. Yeah. The meaning, not the saying. Yeah. yeah. That's why, like, if you see any translation of books, you'll get like a different reading from di- different translations because yeah. they're, they're not doing just this word means this word, so that's what I'm going to write. Right. They just went to Google Translate. I I assume. <laughs> so because um, Pix was had his rock band that was called the crockets also i weirdly don't recall crockett being in the crockets no he wasn't great so maybe they just found a dude named crockett and they're like dope get on the ship um so uh because the crockets was like an awesome manager of the band oh you're right maybe Ooh, you're probably right. anyways so because they were like this heavy metal guar like uh sort of screamy like rough sound then the tumor pops out of a head which we imagine is the king's and he goes to a microphone and starts screaming and this blast shoots up at pixwas's ship so immediately i was like holy shit we have the whole band on a ship they're gonna have a rock battle they're gonna scream back and scream louder oh, yeah. and scream harder and they don't <laughs> and it's just the scream doesn't really affect them that much yeah and they just kind of continue on Except that the undying puppet, like you know, then like he he expands from the from the from the oh, that's screamo right. music. He expands, and then he just floods. He, he like turns inflates. into goo. Yeah, yeah. Because of the scream, he be- yeah. he becomes large and liquefies. Yeah, and he just floods the ship, which again does it's like, like a nothing. scene like The Shining when the blood flows out of the door and yeah. it's like everywhere. Yeah, that's what's happening with the undying puppet. He just like blows up and then becomes liquid. Yep. More cloaked figures kill themselves then again. Oh, yeah, yeah, because they're um, super depressed because they yeah. failed again. And then King Gregorio calls one of the cloaked figures. He's like, number 25, you're ugly. Yeah. And then I was like, no. Just personal. And then he kills himself. Yeah. Like, what the fuck was that all about? Yeah. You know? Oh, and then at the end of like when to- the tumor is done like screaming, he explodes. Oh, yeah, he just explodes. And out of nowhere. There's no reason for that. He just yeah. like blows up and it has like fire explosion. Yeah. And then Gregorio's like, well, fuck, I got to like, I, I, I'm the, I'm the last person who could talk to Pixwiss. Like, I got to talk to him. He's like, get me online with him now. So he does. He gets on, he gets like on the phone with him while it tele, you know, telecom or whatever. Yeah. Hollow, yeah, yeah. uh, uh, hollow con. Yeah. And then he's like, let me, let me tell you my story. Okay. And. Oh my he, God. I almost com- I almost completely forgot about this. This is the most ridiculous backstory I've ever seen. So, centuries ago, King Gregorio and everybody else, they were on a vulva hunt. A vulva hunt. And it just, they show like, they go into like full-on cartoon mode here, and they just show like these like flying vulvas around, like flying vaginas basically around. And it's got like angry eyes, and then in between the angry angry eyes are like pubic hair, and then its mouth is just like the vagina. Basically, we think it's like, it's it's a... uh, metaphor for genital mutilation i think i guess you know they don't really describe it or maybe they're just like going to rape women i don't know it's it's either way it's fucked up yeah it's pretty fucked up so so they're going on a vulva hunt but it literally shows a dude with like uh, an elephant trunk for a face and they're riding on weird green four-eyed horses and one dude has a giant rifle and they're shooting at a flying vagina yeah but then, like, they, they... It goes into, like, the royal family. Yeah, and, and they're, they're all, all cutting off their body parts. Because they're they're disgusted with how ugly they are. Yeah. You know? And that kind of gave way to this this life of, like, being obsessed with beauty. And fitness. And fitness that the whole planet has. Yeah. You know? So they need these tanning beds so that they can be fit and beautiful. Yeah. And King Gregorio, this entire time, 
is a hologram and has been dead. So my thinking is, is that, you know, the, the tumor puppet has been like, when they say cut, you know, why did nobody, when, when Gregorio at the beginning of the movie was like, why did nobody cut my hair? He doesn't know because who how his body is being taken care of because he's just a hologram. Oh yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So, so the, holy shit! Because the tumor, the tumor is the only thing. Okay, okay, I get it. I get yeah, it. because his body is dead and the tumor is possessing his body and he's just a hologram. So he's talking to his body's tumor. Yes. Okay. Kind of. Okay. I mean, I think we got it. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, Again, if anybody knows, please contact us. Let us know. Yeah, you know, you know the social media to like contact us on. Please go ahead and do so. It's John. Uh, no, well, no. They, yeah. <laughs> I it's, was just gonna start shouting things. <laughs> it's at O O T S S podcast. That's it. Um, by the way, for anybody who who doesn't know us personally, like I I. I go by like my professional name is JG. Oh, but, like, I didn't know. Oh that. no, no, no! It's totally fine. Oh, you know, no. but like if people don't know, I like just you know, Batman, you. <laughs> when people call me John, when when we have guests on, or or just Remy says John, that's just my real name. If you didn't know, uh, so sorry, JG. <laughs> yeah, now everybody knows my secret. Fuck. I'm Damn sorry. it! You know. I'm so sorry, I didn't uh, know. Oh, right now most of all, all, our audience is mostly just friends of ours. Like you know, they know. <laughs> we have five episodes. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, okay. So back into the movie, and so Pixwis was like hearing the story, and he was just like, "Well, fuck that," and and he just, you know, uh, plunges. he has a little flashback of his music mentor that he had the drunk dream or coke dream about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's just like, um, "Well, fuck you, Gregorio. I'm gonna do what I want." Yeah. You know, he just plunges the the ship into the planet, into Nemesis, into, and Nemesis, also, yeah. also, um, Gregorio had hit the red button. That sent the missiles, right? So, yeah, he, he, yeah. And so, what happens here is that, uh, well, so Pixbus doesn't plunge the ship. He he deploys all the, all the this, cargo, all the cargo onto yeah. the planet, and then Gregorio like shoots missiles at the ship at Dolce Extrema at, at Pixbus' ship, and then the ship blows up. R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. Pixbus and everybody else on that ship, and then, in a sudden turn of events, Nemesis is turned into a sun. Right, which can now heat the entire planet, and they so don't now, need those tanning beds or whatever the so hell. So now they are. it's gonna make peace on whatever this planet is. Yeah, yeah. And then we end with a screamo song. Yes, we do because yeah. of course. And that's the movie. <laughs> I guys, I don't even know. So please, if you have any insight to this film, we watched it. Uh, oof, but also I loved it. There I know so it's, many it's, parts it, of it yeah. that I really like. Liked. Talking about it, it's kind of like, man, this movie was just weird, but like watching it, honestly, we had so much fun watching it. It was wild and hard to follow, like you can imagine, because we're having a hard time even explaining it back to you. Yeah. But there were so many cool elements about it. I really liked space stress as like <laughs> yeah. a thing that they were dealing with. And that coke is supposed to be like... an anti-stress like thing, which like, that's not how it works. Right, know? right. This is extra stress. Right. But, but also, there were like, there were just a lot of cool little moments, like the little uh, trader dude who was just like siphoning well, up shit from outside of space and then trading just, it to people and like auctioning it off. And just the the uh, art direction of the movie is just really awesome. Yeah, weirdly doing like sock puppets and everything seemed to be on like miniatures and it was it was a wild ride. Yeah. All right, so we're at the end of the episode here and we have a brand new segment we are introducing to the end of the ep- to end the end of every episode. Ooh, so sorry. I'm not excited. <laughs> Uh, so we at Obscurities of the Silver Screen, we needed a patron saint, and we found our patron saint mm, mm, in mm, director mm, Ed Wood. Mm, Ed Wood. Yes. Mm, so, mm. ladies and gentlemen, wiggity, 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 wood. it is time for Ed Wood trivia. Bada bing, bada boom, bada wood, wood, wood. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So this is how it's going to work. Every week, I'm going to ask Remy a question about <laughs> Ed Wood, and we'll see if he can answer. Now, I forgot to ask you this before we started, Remy, but would you like me to give you multiple choice answers, or do you just want to come up with an answer? Does, I wrote some pretty funny okay. multiple choice answers, too. Okay, so. I mean, I'm curious about your multiple choice, but also you should just throw it at me because <laughs> I don't know shit about Ed Wood. Okay. Um, not that I'm admitting to that, but... So I'm very happy with my head, with my with my uh, multiple choice answers. All right. So do you mind if I do the multiple choice answers? Sure. sure. All right. Let's try it. I feel like this is going to be a process. We'll figure it out. Yeah, maybe we won't have multiple choice. Maybe we will. We'll see. Yeah. We'll right. try it out this week since I wrote... Round one, multi-choice. Yes. It's me, Remy, ya boy. Yes. Remy, here is your question about Ed Wood. All right. Our patron saint. In his youth, 
Ed Wood fronted a singing quartet. What was the name of that singing quartet? Was it A, Ed and the Four Elements? B, Eddie Wood's Little Splinters? Or C, Four Corner Rhombus? (laughs) I mean, it can't be two of those. So... (laughs) It can only be one. Unfortunately, I'm g- I'm going to just guess Four Corner Rhombus <laughs> because Eddie Wood and the Splinters is the best name ever. Well, to your surprise, it was B, Eddie Wood and the oh! Eddie Wood's Little Splinters. That's amazing, though. Okay, okay. <laughs> I had to come up with names that were like, because that name was just like, oh, that is too great. Yeah. So I had to come. So I was like, Four Corner Rhombus. That's a good okay, one, because that yeah. just sounds like the worst name well, ever. It sounds like something that, like, I don't know, if my name was, like, Ed Wood, I probably wouldn't make a wood pun. <laughs> I don't know. Actually, I take that back. I would. We've got Woody. That would be my other band name. Right. Wow. Wow. So that was a... Uh, that was... <laughs> That was, that was a rough episode, man. <laughs> Dude, this this film was intense to watch. Yeah. But, hey, it was, it was a fun time watching it, and I enjoyed watching it with you, Remy. Thank you. I enjoyed watching it with you. I I recommend this movie to everyone. Yes, yes. I recommend it to everyone as well. Two thumbs all the way up. The only thing is like... All the way up socks. Grit your teeth and just bear with it. It's probably better if you're drinking because we, we had a little bit of alcohol while watching this oh, movie, so... There's there's kids kids watching. You mean listening? Well, that too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I would say, though, if uh, if you're adults, you know... If you're over, if you're if you're over the age of twenty one, fucking chug that shit and watch this movie <laughs> because there's no other way you're gonna get through it. Nope. Uh, all right. Well, that is our episode for this week. Uh, next week we got a real great movie for you that we cannot wait to watch. Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I'm so excited about this. I'm gonna make a theme song and I'm gonna sing it when. Oh, actually, fuck. There's already a theme song. I know, right? Yeah. It, so next week we're gonna be watching Cool as Ice. Yes. Starring yes! uh, Vanilla Ice. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. Remy's excited. All right, that is our show for this week. Make sure to come back next week to hear that show. Uh, I am JG. That is Remy. Yeah, and if you like this show, tell your friends. Yeah, tell your grandma. Please. Make your dog listen to it. If yeah. you have a dog, if you don't find a Even dog. Even if you hated the show, tell Even people about it anyway. <laughs> yeah, even if you hate dogs. If you own socks, you love this episode. Yeah. All right. Have a good evening, day, morning, we're at whatever time of day you're listening to this episode, and we'll see you back next week. All right, bye. Bye. Hey guys, JG again. One quick word before we go. Make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can find us at OOTSS Podcast. Again, that is at OOTSS Podcast. Make sure to send us your movie suggestions. We'd love to hear from you. If there's any weird movie that you love or maybe you've heard of and you want us to watch it, let us know. We may just watch it. Thanks again for listening, and tune in next week for another episode of Obscurities of the Silver Screen.